Hey church, we just heard an incredible message that we believe is for you. So get ready to be encouraged, to be strengthened. This will change your life. We love you so much. And hello to all of our leaders uh, that are here and those that are listening as well. A first day of school for uh, so many uh, and those who are part of Shoreline City College as well. So uh, we celebrate you guys uh, that are here uh, with us and excited about the future and all that God is uh, is doing. I am uh, in love um, with not only my wife, but uh, really... Uh, what Jesus is doing in my own heart and not just what he's doing, but really him and um, his goodness and his mercy and his grace. It's been extended uh, towards me. And I I just pray uh, that all of us just keep falling more in love with him Uh, at the end of the day. uh, That's really what it's about. Uh, The reality is I could fail you and probably will at some point in time. I I won't meet your expectations in some way, uh, but you have a savior that's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, So don't put your hope in your spouse. Don't put your hope uh, in an institution per se. It it goes in Jesus. And and if it can stay secure there, uh, then I think we can can be good for the long haul. Hey, I've got a couple uh, things I want to share with you guys. Um, First scripture we can go to is found in Acts uh, chapter 3. We go to Acts chapter 3. And I might, I might share a couple of verses. I don't know how long I've been talking already, but we'll just keep it going here. Uh, Acts chapter 3. Um, one day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer. Speaking of prayer, we had a killer, powerful time of prayer today. Uh, God's presence here in amazing ways. So every leader, we've already prayed for you and uh, we prayed for the whole world. If the whole world is not saved by Thursday, I'm going to be shocked uh, after the time of prayer uh, that we had uh, today um, at three in the afternoon. Now, a man crippled from birth was being uh, carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg, beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. (laughs) This is powerful. Taking him by the hand, by the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly the man jumped, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk, and then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. Uh, One more verse uh, that I'll share real quick, going to John uh, chapter 11. Uh, Jesus once more deeply, verse 38, Jesus once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, By this time there is a bad odor, for he has been there four days. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? Skipping down to verse number 43, when he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes. And let him go. Um, 
I want to share uh, this, this thought. Uh, this is how it came to me. And it is uh, miracle movement is always connected to miracles. Movement is always connected to miracles. Um, sometimes we can think that God is um, up in the sky. Uh, he's sitting there, long beard, uh, big throne, um, fat butterfly angels, you know, swinging around, flying around him, uh, dressed inappropriately. And, uh, and, and, and God's just sitting up there. And he's, you know, some kind of a puppet that kind of makes us do everything. Now, please understand, I believe fully in in the sovereignty of God and predestination is actually in the scriptures. And how people kind of unwrap that is, you know, different depending on your your theology. All that being said, uh, we know that God uh, is moving and working and doing things. We we know that. There's no question about that. Uh, But I think sometimes we think that, that God does things for us. Uh, that we actually need to do for ourselves or do inspired by him. Uh, What do I mean by that? Here is this man who is crippled in his feet. He's been begging for a long time. And when the disciples show up, uh, they say to him, I want you to, I don't have silver and gold, but I do have something for you. The name of Jesus Christ, I want you to walk. So then they take him by the hand and this miracle now is going to be connected to some movement. He now has to go from where he is to doing something different. Something has to change in his body and he begins to walk and move and he enters into the temple courts and begins to sing and he's dancing and he's praising God. There was a miracle, but there was movement connected to the miracle. You see Lazarus, he's in the grave. He is dead. He's lying there. He is, you know, there's no spirit in him. And then, okay, I get that. We understand that part of the miracle. But then Jesus says to him, calls him by name, Lazarus, I want you coming out right now. I've heard it said that he had to say Lazarus because if he didn't, all the dead people would have come out. So he had to be very specific about who he was calling out of the grave uh, in that moment. That's how powerful our Savior is. But he says, Lazarus, I want you to come out of the grave. That means Lazarus can no longer stay laying down comatose and cannot move. Lazarus now has to respond to what God is doing and what Christ called him to and he has to get up from his dead place and he comes out of the tomb. Movement is connected to miracle. Movement is connected to miracle. Movement is connected to miracle. So you want to be in a church that's filled with miracles, then you have to be willing to move. If you're not willing to move, then you don't really want the miracle. (laughs) Because anytime you're in a miracle environment, there's always movement that's connected to it. There's somebody that these, these lepers are healed. They, they are restored. He says, hey, go show yourself. Now you have to move. There's a miracle, but there's movement connected with it. When Jesus is on this planet and he's walking from place to place, he's walking from place to place. He's moving. He's going everywhere. Miracles are happening everywhere he is moving. The children of Israel are in the desert and there is this pillar of fire and this cloud and and they're moving from place to place to place. There's something about us understanding that if you want miracles, you can't just sit there with your hands underneath your buttocks. (laughs) 
just hoping and wishing that God will do everything. I don't know why he chose to do it the way he chose to do it. I don't know why he doesn't, didn't make us robots. Well, I do know why, you know, love and free will and all these beautiful things. But with all that being said, I, I need us to understand Antigua, Dallas, and everybody else who's listening to, it, to this right now. I need, you to have to, I need you to have a willingness to move, okay? Okay, yeah, you have to have a willingness. So you're gonna have to be flexible. You have to be flexible. If you want to be in a miracle environment, you're going to have to be flexible. If you want a miracle marriage, okay? Oh, God, move in my marriage. God, move. God, do great things. God, I want a miracle. Okay, movement is connected to that, okay? He's going to try to take you from one spot and put you in another spot, one way of thinking and put you in another way of thinking. And sometimes it can be very, very physical for sure. I, I guess... Uh, with this talk today, I, I'm just trying to, to get us to surrender a little bit more, get a clearer picture of what it looks like to be in a miracle environment, to understand what it, what it feels like actually, because in our brains, I think we can think that God, again, is a puppet master just doing everything, but that's not actually how he chose for it to work. He actually even put Adam in the garden and said, work it. He could have done everything. God could have done everything. But he said, Adam, I need you to work it. I need, I need you to do some things here. Matter of fact, Adam, you can't do it well enough by yourself. I got to send a helper. So somebody that can really tell you what to do. Uh, and then a woman came in and has, you know, the world has been better ever since. So um, movement. Um, we got some more uh, movement uh, even taking place uh, e- even here uh, in-, in Dallas. I know our-, our Bishop Arts Campus is about to go to two services. And, uh, we're so excited about that. Um, we've got Antigua, and it is continuing to blow and go there in amazing ways. So, so excited about all that God is doing. Say it again. Missions, yeah, we have a missions team heading down to Antigua uh, this upcoming weekend. We're really, really excited. Uh, about that. Uh, but even here at our White Rock campus, uh, we're going to be adding another service uh, as well. We're super excited about this. So uh, again, miracles and movement. Uh, so uh, it's actually going to be a Saturday night service that we're going to have. And we're, we're thrilled about this. Super, super uh, excited. Cannot wait to see the lives that we get to serve, the people we get to touch. Uh, I think I even had a dream about it last night. There was a Greek guy and an Indian woman, and they were, they were married, and they had like this little business. And we walked in. I think Parker was with me, too. We went into this business. We were kind of talking to them and got to talking to them about the church, and we had a Saturday night service, so they like were able to come. And I don't know. So if you meet a Greek and an Indian, Indian and they're married, bring them to me. Uh, I, I, I had a, I, oh, that's right. It's Ray and Ronak. <laughs> so um, I'm really, really excited about what God has on the horizon uh, for us. I, I am. I'm, I'm honored that we get to be on this journey uh, together. Um, but I also recognize that that means we don't just get to sit and just beg. Um, when the Lord shows up, um, maybe you've been begging for a while, but he wants to take you from a place of begging to a place of power and influence and transformation. And hey, silver and gold, I don't have, but what I do have, you can have in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Shoreline City. 
Let's get up and let's walk and let's be who God called us to be and do all that God has called us to do. I love you guys so, so much. Have a great, great rest of your day. Serve team, we love you. Thank you so much for using your gifts and your talents to make it honor as it is in heaven. We pray that today's talk has pushed you forward in your development as a leader. You are loved, you're valued, and you're believed in. Can't wait to see you on Sunday in one of our connect groups.